Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Uh, My job is to teach you how to do these things so you can make it happen naturally uh, without drugs and surgery. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, inflamed disc or herniated disc uh, and and low back pain. And uh, I'm going to talk about that because obviously, in the last few weeks, I've been focusing on different areas of the body. Of course, last week, we talked about the importance of health and value and and how it affects your body uh, if you don't have health and and, finances and all those things. So I want to kind of just go back and recap one of the things that you know um, that we were talking about last week and it's that you know taking care of your health now is the most important thing you can do so you can have health in the future and not end up a statistic or needing uh, you know crazy amounts of intervention when it comes to health. So uh, I want to thank you for joining me again. Once again, you can always find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us on uh, podcast via iTunes by searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. And of course, you can always find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two. Team is standing by ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topics you covered in the past uh, or and or schedule your appointment if that's what you're ready to do. So uh, I want to once again start the, the radio show off. And those of you who were listening last week and every single week and those of you who have been listening for years, know that I always like to share my, my big reason why I get on radio and the big reason that I just decided to become a doctor and help people naturally and that's that's my mom. So six years ago while I was in chiropractic school, I got a phone call that changed my life forever. Uh, my mom called me to tell me she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. Of course, when she tells me, she starts crying. Then of course, I start crying on the phone because she's my hero. I saw my mom struggle uh, as a single mother of three to put food on the table on the roof of our head. So I asked my mom, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing, son. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. So I'm like, okay, I am scared. I don't know what to do. You're scared. You don't know what to do. But I know one thing, mom, God put an amazing power in your brain. If your brain and your body are communicating 100%, it ought to function and heal 100%. So let's give it a shot. Let's see what your spine looks like. Let's see how your brain and your body are communicating. And let's get you checked out. We did. We got her checked out. My mom's neck uh, is supposed to have a 45-degree angle, just like yours and everybody else's. It's a normal range uh, of curve you're supposed to have. 45 degrees. Out of the 45 degrees, my mom has zero. Zero degrees out of 45, which is not normal. And then when we took another x-ray from front to back, uh, my mom's spine was supposed to be completely straight. Her spine was crooked at the very top, the upper back area. She had a bend in her spine, putting crushing pressure on the nerves up in that upper back area. And when I saw that, I knew that was the cause of her problems because for years, really decades, my mom suffered from upper back pain, neck pain, and headaches. And every single time she went to the doctor, she got the same answer, that answer being a pill in an orange bottle with her name on it. And then, of course, she would take some over-the-counter medications as well. So she took responsibility for her health in her own hands. My simple question to you guys listening right now is who is responsible for your health? You guys know the answer. You are, and I talk about this every week, and those of you who are listening for the first time, probably like, man, this guy's like pretty direct. I am. I'm direct uh, because you, you need, you need um, in this life, and especially the current situation, everything that's going on in our world, like we need straight shooters. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm kind of sick and tired of people just kind of beating around the bush and kind of just, you know, trying to sugarcoat everything. Listen, some people just need to hear, like, listen, 
Uh, it is it is your fault that you're not taking charge of your health. It is your fault that you have this disease uh, that is a lifestyle disease. If you have a lifestyle disease, it's because of the lifestyle you chose to actually live, right? That's what I told my mom. I had a very hard conversation with my mom at the very beginning. I'm like, mom, uh, I know I've been kind of telling you, you know, kind of nicely and lovingly, and it's not that I hate my mom by any means uh, or I was doing this to be a jerk in any, in any way, but it, you need a wake-up call sometimes, folks. Uh, my mom's wake-up call was being diagnosed with cancer. And then not only that, the wake-up call is enough, but then what do you do after that? Your health choices are your responsibility. So I told my mom, like, listen, it is your fault that you've been overweight because you chose to eat these foods that I, time and time again, not only me, a bunch of other people would tell you that's not very healthy and you said it doesn't matter. I don't really care about that. Uh, but now you're forced to care. So it is kind of your fault, not kind of, it is your fault that you didn't actually pay attention and chose to live a different lifestyle so that now you have a lifestyle disease of the lifestyle you chose to live right so it is your health it is your responsibility and the outcomes of that are also part of your responsibility and that is heavy on your shoulders because it is your body right so that is just one of the things that we teach our patients like take responsibility for yourself and the thing is is that uh when when you have the freedom to do so uh you should you shouldn't be told by any entity, anybody to tell you, you should do this, you should do that. Like, you know what you should do. Like, if I literally had an open phone call right now and say, hey, call this number and tell me the things you should do for your health. All of you would say, yeah, I probably should drink more water, number one. I probably should work out every once in a while. I probably shouldn't be so negative and mean and, you know, mad at the world. I probably should, like, you know, do something physical, you know, every once in a while. I probably should not eat as much sugar or drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes or whatever it is that you do, eat too many chocolate bars. And those of you like, oh, I don't smoke or drink. You know, I love the Lord. That's awesome, right? Some of you still have vices that just because you don't smoke or drink doesn't mean that you're a saint. It means that you you are gluttoning somewhere else where there's money or whatever. So like, you know, like you, you guys know, you know what the answer is. You know what the answer is? The answer is simple. Do what you're supposed to do. Do it to the best of your ability. I'm not saying 100% of the time. I am not perfect. None of, none of our patients are perfect. None of our team is perfect in our office. But we're not calling you to be perfect. We're calling you to do the best you can 80 plus percent of the time. And guess what happens when you do that? Your life changes. Your life is transformed. You feel better. You function better. You don't get lifestyle diseases. Your body can fight off viruses better. You are not literally like at the mercy of the mass. And I got to share with you guys a story uh, of a gentleman. And I'm not going to disclose any of his information on the, f the fact he's a gentleman that we were talking and he shares with me, he's like, hey, man, I've had so many cardiac events, you know, heart attacks, et cetera. Uh, and then I just recently had one. And I'm like, and she, he's like, you know, Dr. Juan, I, I'm scared to death of this virus. Like, all I hear in the news is if you have high blood pressure, if you have a heart disease, if you have asthma, if you have blah, 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 that like, this can kill you. Absolutely. Nobody's dismissing it. And this is to another point of another one of my patients. Um, one of my other patients said, hey, I'm kind of sick and tired of people like taking this thing lightly. Uh, listen, folks. The virus is here. Uh, 
the virus does kill people, and it's, you cannot deny that, right? Is it as serious as we thought at the very beginning of the whole thing? Not, not at all. Is there other measures that could actually help it more so than the ventilators? Obviously, I talked about that in and out for now, weeks upon weeks, right? That's why I'm getting back to my, my regular program and talking about other things that are going on with life. But at the end of the day, the virus is here. It's, it's serious. It's not It's not a joke, but the, the seriousness of the actual, uh, you know, killing the amount of people we thought was going to kill, uh, you know, o- overloading the healthcare system is not has not happened as much as we thought, which is a good thing, right? But nonetheless, like you know, this this first gentleman I was talking about that had the multiple cardiac events, um, he basically said like I'm scared of death, like I, I don't know, like do these masks work? Do they not? Like they're mandating them and all this stuff, and I'm like, look, that's just another conversation for another day. I can tell you this though, sir, your ability to fight off of any virus, not just that one, but like, you know, the flu, the cold, anything else is directly proportionally related to how well fit your body is. And it's not fitness like looking chiseled and cool and super muscular and super sexy when you go to the beach. I'm talking about fitness of your body being able to breathe, digest food, keep your blood sugar levels normal, your blood pressure normal. All that right there is physiological fitness, right? So that physiological fitness is all because of habits and things that you do, such as the things that you eat and the things that you you put in your body or on your body or, or around your body, right? So it is your responsibility to choose freely in this country because it is a free country thus far still, right? It is a free country for you to choose. I'm going to go for a walk and work out. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to eat salads. That is your responsibility. So whether it's a herniated disc, a headache, low back pain, sciatica, you know, tight hamstring, you know, whatever it is, nine times out of 10, it has something to do with something you chose to do or not do that actually led you most likely to the position you're in right now. Yes, of course, there's that 10% time that is not, and I get that. But for the most part, lifestyle diseases are because of you and your lifestyle. So choose something different so you cannot be affected by the next potential pandemic, by the next virus, by the next whatever, right? If you are free of disease, you don't have to rely on the medical system. Therefore, the medical system cannot dictate what you do or don't do. So that's enough about that. I kind of got you know off on a tangent there, but it is your health. It is your responsibility. It is your body. You only get one in this lifetime. Take care of it so it takes care of you. I say that all the time, right? So talking about herniated disc, uh, inflamed disc, and all that stuff, why am I talking about that? Because it's still affecting people. It's still affecting people every day. And if you think it's, it doesn't, uh, I mean, you would uh, notice if it were to happen to you. So why am I talking about that? Once again, people are still going to work. People are still sitting in front of a computer 10, 12 hours a day, uh, setting the conditions for these discs in your spine and your low back, especially in your neck. For them to become irritated, for them to become weakened, for them to become susceptible to damage and injury. So that is why I'm talking about this topic because some of you right now listening, you're sitting there in pain, taking the ibuprofen, Tylenol, whatever it is, and you are still doing the same thing that your doctor told you to do in order to get through your day. So you need to figure out a way to do something different. So what is an uh, inflamed disc? Let's talk about that first. Just because you have pain in your low back does not mean it's automatically a herniated disc. It doesn't mean that it's a ruptured disc. It doesn't mean that it's a pinched nerve automatically. What can simply happen is that 
You can sleep wrong in, in the wrong position. You can lift up something that's a little too heavy. You can do a myriad of things that would cause you to have an inflamed portion of the disc. It's not that the whole disc is inflamed. That's actually like not correct physiology. But the actual annular fibers of the actual disc, which I'll describe from now on as a jelly donut, the crust, the actual cake batter, um, that is the actual annular fibers. The inside, the jelly, the nucleus pulpus, that part right there, it, it, you know, is it's a little more gel-like, right? So, so it's very, very easy to compare to jelly donut. It's jelly-like. So what happens is that as you're moving, talking, walking, going through life, you irritate the annular fiber or the actual crust on the jelly donut. So then what happens is that jelly donut crust starts cracking a little bit. It's not that necessarily the jelly is going to come out. It's that that cracking of the crust then elicits an actual inflammatory response. So inflammation packets of, you know, you know, macrophages and a few other cells, and I'll spare you all the science, these actual fluids get there to try to repair the damage. So when that gets there, fluids are non-compressible. They compress other things around them. So what happens is that that fluid being there not only compresses the actual disc, you know, pushing the disc part that's actually uh, damaged, kind of like to hit, keep it in, in a certain position. It's pushing against that. It's pushing against everything else that's there. One of the things that happens to be there is a nerve. So when that nerve is uh, being pushed on by fluid and it's getting irritated, it causes symptoms such as numbness, tingling, electric sh uh, shock uh, sensation down the legs, uh, or even just in the back localized, numbness. Any of those things that are happening are related to that inflamed disc. So I got to take a quick break here. We're talking about inflamed disc, herniated disc. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, the Susan Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest, as always. I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us by uh, searching via podcasts on iTunes, uh, searching for Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. And you can also find us by simply calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two. Team is standing by, ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topic we covered in the past. So I want to welcome you back uh, on the first segment. Yes, I, I kind of went off a little bit about health responsibility and the fact that we're punting our health responsibility to entities such as the government, the government agencies, the health department, all these other things. Obviously, your health is your responsibility. It starts with you at home. So I kind of you know went on a little bit of a, a tangent about that because it is important for you guys to hear that from time to time. It is very important. A lot of people are wanting to continue to play victim and say, oh, no, well, my genetics say this, or my mom's brother's cousin's dog did that, so I'm supposed to be this way, Dr. Juan. There's no way I can help myself. If I brought up the same excuses that people bring – just because of the way I look, my my you know ethnic background, any of that, you guys would be like chuck at me and like laugh at me and probably want to hit me with a two by four upside the head. 
You say, Dr. Juan, that's a victim mentality. You're saying just because you look or speak or blah, 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 a certain way, you can't join the army. You can't jump out of planes. You can't go to ranger school. You can't deploy three times. You can't, you know, reach the, the rank of major. You can't do any of these things. Uh, or you can't become a doctor. Like, it's no different. Like, oh, because of my genetics, I can't lose the weight or I can't bring my blood pressure down or I can't, I can't, I can't. So because I'm so weak and whatever, I can't do this. Um, that is basically what you're saying. It's the same exact victim mentality rendering you powerless. And that's what the, the medical model like literally feasts on. It says, hey, you, hey, by the way, you, yeah, your dad had high blood pressure. You're going to have it too. You know what? Let's just be preventative. I know you're only 23 years old. You look like you're going to be chunky the rest of your life. So let's give you Lisinopro and enjoy that. And by the way, we have a customer for life, right? So if that's you and you want to accept that, by all means, go right ahead. Not an issue. Hopefully you learn something else from the show and then you go on with life and enjoy your family. Uh, it, but if you want to do something different, I highly recommend you do uh, find different ways to start taking charge of your health. So talking about herniated disc and, and, and inflamed disc. So some of the symptoms that you see when somebody has a disc that's inflamed, it's extreme, extreme, extreme pain, um, you know, uh, especially in the low back, generally speaking, low back or neck is the top two areas, right? So the reason why is those discs are the ones that are mostly uh, deteriorated due to the things that we do every day. So if you sit in front of a computer and you loosen the curve because your head is translated forward, like you can't see the computer very well. So what you do is you like protrude your head forward kind of like a turtle, right? You're putting a tremendous amount of tension and pressure on the disc, at the levels of C5, C6, generally speaking, C7 sometimes is involved, but C4, C5, C6, mostly C5, C6. So those discs become irritated and they become inflamed. Sometimes you will wake up with a very stiff neck, and if you try to move it like to the left or right, like kind of to check your blind spot while you're driving, you can't. It feels like somebody has an ice pick, and every time you even attempt to look over your left or right shoulder, it feels like they're shoving it right into your, like, your nerve, and it's excruciating. That is a sign that the disc is inflamed. It doesn't mean that the disc is herniated. The inflammation that happens prior to the herniation, that herniation may come weeks later, months later, years later. Nonetheless, that is a dead giveaway and a sign that the actual disc is inflamed. So what happens is that you become stiff. Because of that, your muscles actually go into spasm. And because of that, you lose range of motion, you feel stiff, you feel achy, you feel pain, you can't move well, you're kind of annoyed, right? All those things have to do with the disc being inflamed. Oh, by the way, if it starts affecting the nerve, the nerve then sends shock-like sensations down the arm or the leg. It uh, causes numbness and tingling and just paresthesia. Paresthesia is a fancy word for random feelings and pains and whatever. So that's what you'll feel down your limbs or, or part thereof, right? Or even like a numbness in, in some areas. So that is what happens when the disc is inflamed. So then what do you do about it? That's the question, right? Like, what do you do about it? So I got I to gotta take another quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life, and we're going to answer what do you do about an inflamed or herniated disc naturally without drugs and surgery so you can be the best version of yourself. So stay tuned. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WA. HIO, Dan's Season Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24 hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 
1290 and 957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Uh, and I want to remind you, you can always find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two. Team is standing by. So I want to take a moment here and welcome you guys back. Those of you who have just listening in and tuning in right now, we've been talking about herniated and inflamed disc. On the first segment, I, I, I kind of just you know uh, called you guys out out of love and compassion to take charge of your health. It is your health. It is your responsibility. Uh, don't punt that off on anybody else. Don't put that on somebody else. As soon as you lose your health and you can't take care of yourself, you actually become a burden to others. So that's uh, something that you should strive very hard to stay away from becoming uh, as that burden is usually on those people you love the most, like your family members or close people, significant others. So uh, that's what I was talking about in the first segment. The second segment, I started talking about the, the, the herniation versus inflammation of the disc. So some people may feel inflammation of the disc and think that it's herniated. A herniated disc is a very specific problem. So the disc itself, if you look at the disc, it looks like a jelly donut. The jelly donut itself, the inside is jelly, the outside is the crust, the cake stuff, uh, batter, the donut portion. So if that gets cracked slightly, but there's no jelly coming out, that is actually an inflamed disc. People get those. They um, they have some symptomatology. They have pain, numbness and tingling, etc. When you actually the disc herniates is something that is very, very hard to fix, and it takes quite a bit longer than an inflamed disc. An inflamed disc, for example, when somebody comes in with an inflamed disc in our office, it actually bothers them for a few days and it kind of goes away or maybe a week or two. When it's in a herniated disc, it bothers them for weeks and weeks and weeks, potential months and potential years. So that's kind of like the duration differences, but the two problems are distinctly different. Uh, one is a precursor to the other. So the inflamed disc is a precursor to the eventual herniation of the disc and eventual you know, obviously, um, uh, rupture of the disc. So this is where you want to prevent. And yes, the bulging is kind of the step in between the herniation and the inflammation. So it inflames first because it's a slight tear. Then it starts bulging. And after it bulges for a while, the actual jelly comes out. That's called a herniation. And when that actually comes out completely, uh, you know, sometimes that herniation, the, the, the piece of jelly that came out starts floating away from the disc. And that's, uh, that's even a bigger problem because that there most of the times is only fixed by surgery. So we want to prevent you from ever having to be cut open from having to any, any of those issues. And, and, you know, some of you are like, Hey, you know what, Dr. Juan, I do, I do agree with you on the first segment you were talking about being, you know, responsible for your health and all those things. And and I do agree with you. What do I do about it? So what you do about it first is take charge of your health. How do you do that? By becoming the healthiest version of yourself you can be. Drinking more water, X, you know, X, Y, and C, all the things that I talked about in the first segment, you know, drink drinking water, exercising, eating salads, etc. But some of you have tried all those things and are still under a tremendous amount of pain, tremendous amount of uh, you know, dependency on medications and drugs and doctor's visits. So if that is you, uh, we are finally back to doing our dinners. So we're going to do a dinner at Basil's in Troy. First one we've done since the whole uh, epidemic, pandemic, uh, you know, situation, whatever you want to call it, started. So, yes, uh, I kind of touched on it last week uh, when I was on, on air with Zach Allen. 
uh, from Adam Financial Group, but I touched on it with him and I invited you guys out if you're interested in coming and understanding what it is that we do in our office. Because yes, because the world may stop, you know, uh, because of a pandemic or whatever, your pain and your body deteriorating and you having to work does not stop if you're still working, which is great, right? So, at the end of the day, people are having issues right now. So if you're having issues, and one, once again, yeah, the hospital is not as overburdened as we thought they were going to be. But nonetheless, do you still want to go to the hospital and only get the answer that most people get, drugs and surgery? Most likely not. So if we're at a bulge or an inflammation, even a slight herniation, you can get ahead of that actual issue and not ever let it become a complete you know, herniation with a with the rupture and to the point in where now the only answer is surgery. So if you're interested in finding out how it is that we help patients in our office, naturally without drugs and surgery, uh, the dinner coming up on August uh, 10th, this Monday, coming up Monday at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's, um, that dinner is free. You come, you listen. If it makes sense to you, you do it. If not, that's okay also. Uh, at least you leave there with some food in your belly. Uh, very good food from Basil. So we're doing that. Uh, it is very limited spacing. Once again, very limited spacing. So you need to come come prepared and call the office because you may be rescheduled to the next one. But I highly recommend because we got to uphold the social distancing rules and all the things apply that are required of you to do at a restaurant if you go out to eat normally. So if you're comfortable enough to go out to eat, uh, you should be comfortable enough to go out to eat and listen to what we have to say about what we do and then see if we can help you. So that is on Monday, August 10th at 6.30 p.m. So I, if that is you, call the number 937-552-7364. Press option 2, team is standing by ready to get you signed up for that dinner if you're interested. Once again, you can bring up to uh, up to four guests, but you got to kind of let us know. Once again, limited seating uh, arrangements. So uh, talking about the herniated disc, so what do you do? What are the options out there if it does happen? So right now, the number one option is medication. Why? Because medication, they want to decrease the inflammation. So anti-inflammatory drugs. So non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. So NSAIDs, right? That's what they're called. So the issue with those is that, yes, of course, they re reduce the amount of actual inflammation, but they also... Um, they also uh, just deplete other things in your body. Like a lot of people don't even realize this. Uh, they deplete, you know, magnesium. NSAIDs deplete magnesium. They deplete other other B vitamins and such. So this where if you're doing that for a long, long period of time and now you're having other issues like, you know, muscle cramps, look no further. Magnesium is important for muscle contractions. If you have muscle cramps and you've been taking NSAIDs because you have a herniated disc or a knee pain or a neck pain or headaches, uh, it's because you're creating a, an actual mineral and vitamin deficiency. So medication is one of those things. Second, second option is you can do self-care, physical therapy, physical exercises, therapies, right? You can do that, which is awesome. Uh, right here uh, on, you know, on the sources of the Mayo Clinic and Merck Manual, chiropractic treatment techniques, stretching, physical therapy is also another, you know, potential option for you depending on how far uh herniated or bulging or even you know inflame your discus so then surgery obviously is the very last option and as it should be but sometimes some cases uh are literally the only option is surgery because you kind of been ignoring it and taking the you know NSAIDs and when it gets really bad you get physical therapy you may get an adjustment like once in a great blue moon and before you know it 
the promise back. So this is the story that a lot of people walk into our office. So uh, what I'm going to say this, though, before I share this testimonial from one of our patients who came in just a few weeks back, she was dealing with extreme, 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 excruciating lower back pain. She's been an athlete all through high school and, you know, fairly fit, absolutely, you know, fit, you know, very, very good body uh, shape, you know, not, not carrying a, a excess weight, nothing like that. But she had, you know, done a lot of sports in, in high school and even younger than that. So her body was in a position of where the wear and tear was just so high. Uh, and now she's 24 and she has these issues. Um, obviously she walks into our office. Her mom brings her. She doesn't know what to do. She is literally hobbled over, can't stand up straight, has no idea how to be able to do something different other than the actual, you know, the actual treatments that are out there mainstream. So she decided to take a plunge and say, you know what, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to see what happens. But the, the, the things that you can do that would help you, she already tried. She tried the medication. She tried the shot. She tried physical therapy. She, you know, she tried all those things. So those things didn't work. So for you, what I'm going to recommend before I actually share her story and from her own mouth, I have a recording of her telling her testimonial. But if it's you and you're not open to going to a chiropractor, you're not open to doing physical therapy, there are a few exercises you can do uh, that, that would actually help you, whether it's the neck or low back. So I'm going to give you one for the neck and one for the low back. So one of the exercises you can do for your low back especially is you're going to want to make sure you stretch out that low back. Uh, one of the easiest ways to stretch out your low back is by bending forward at the waist with your knees slightly bent and kind of letting your upper body weight, you know, um, kind of stretch out those muscles in the back. Those are the muscles that actually become very inflamed. They become very, uh, uh, you know, spastic and they do not allow your actual, um, they do not allow your body to move well. So loosening that up is something that you can do by stretching the low back. That's one of the exercises. Another one for the low back is also core exercises. This is so simple. You don't have to even have any equipment. So what you'll do, you'll sit up nice and straight or stand up straight. You'll literally uh, hold your belly tight, kind of tighten down your abdominal muscles, and you blow out all the air in your lungs. And then you hold the tight muscles, that core, you hold it nice and tight, and that allows those muscles, those muscles that actually keep your spine stable to literally become relaxed and more stable because you're doing a very small isometric exercise. So that's the two I'll give you for the low back. And then once we come back from break, I'll talk, talk to you guys about the neck exercise you can do to reduce the amount of tightness and reduce the amount of inflammation on your neck. But before I do that and before we go on break, I want to play you this clip from our patient who came in, like I said, 24 years old. She was hobbled over, cannot stand up straight. Uh, she was just in extreme amount of pain, and she literally had no other option what to do as far as taking care of her body and being able to take care of herself. So here's her story. I'm going to let her tell you from her own mouth. Uh, you know, So we have a video of her. And, and I have the audio right here. So listen closely to her story. I've been a patient here uh, for about three weeks. I originally came in because I um, was completely bent over and a lot of pain. I couldn't function. I couldn't go to work. Um, it basically was kind of taking over my life. And it, it, I was fine on a Thursday. And that Friday morning, I woke up and just I couldn't move. 
Um, and my mom actually had been a patient here for about a month, and she had really recommended, you know, you need to go in and see them, Krista. I really think that this is, you, you know, your next option. I've been through physical therapy. I've had steroid shots. Um, I'm actually a nurse myself, so I'm in the healthcare profession. Um, and so I'm kind of trained on that mindset, you know, that healthcare and the steroids and the physical therapy and everything is kind of the way on how to, how to get better. Um, and so I was like eh, a little bit skeptical and I, I ended up coming in and now in my third week I am completely functioning. Um, I'm a little sore every once in a while after I work a 12 and a half, 13 hour shift, um, but I can stand completely upright. I'm sleeping better. I would say that I'm probably 80% um, better, but I know that this is going to be a long journey. I was told that within the next couple years um, that I would probably have to get surgery, but that was kind of the route that I was going, which is scary because I'm 24 years old. So the the reality is that if she would have done nothing different, she would have actually ended up a, a statistic at 24 years old with a surgery in her low back because the reality is that her body would eventually failed, especially working the job she does as a nurse, standing up for hours upon hours. So if you are in her shoes and you need help, call our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two, either make an appointment uh, to get seen in our office. Uh, the initial examination x-ray fee is $52. Um, it's discounted down from 130 That's the normal that we do when we're on air on radio. Or secondly, come and listen to us at the dinner on August 10th at 6.30 p.m. so you can find out how it is that we help her be able to reach her potential and be able to be a normal 24-year-old again and be able to work and not have to be suffering in pain as a young person uh, and obviously being able to take care of her body naturally without drugs and surgery. So I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, the Agencies and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937 937- 552-7364. Once again, that's 937-552-7364. Press option two. Team is standing by, ready to answer your questions about this topic or topics we covered in the past. So welcome back. Uh, we've been talking about herniated disc and also just uh, inflamed disc. And obviously, you guys just got done hearing a testimonial from uh, a, a young patient in our office, 24-year-old patient, female patient, who had uh, literally such a, a, a bad inflamed this and where she could barely stand up straight uh you know we took some x-rays of her spine uh something that she didn't share on, on on her testimonial is that her low back her spine you're supposed to have a 45 degree angle her spine was completely straight like you know actually almost a negative curve if i'm not mistaken if i'm not if i'm remembering that correctly actually she's going in the opposite direction she had a negative curve but nonetheless uh her body was failing her she couldn't do what she was supposed to which is a nurse obviously she couldn't uh function and, and and obviously do her job at work. So that's exactly why she decided to do something different. So uh, at the end of the day, those of you who are listening right now, 
Some of you have tried uh, some of the things that we talked about. So on uh, in the previous segment, I gave a couple tips on what you can do uh, to, you know, strengthen the, the low back muscles and stretch them out, you know, bending forward and stretching. But as far as the upper back goes to prevent yourself from ever having a herniator or even an inflamed disc in the neck, uh, what I would highly recommend first is, and first and foremost, is to make sure you're holding a really good position uh, when it comes to head position. So uh, where your head is the, the rest of the body follows. So if you're always looking down at your phone because you're always texting or you're sitting at a computer and your head position is always forward, that is one of the easiest exercises you can do. Uh, I, I like to call it the sh- chin retracting. So like your chin right in front of your right there, the mandible right below your mouth. What you're trying to do is bring that back. Uh, so if it's protruding forward, we're going to do is you bring that back. Uh, and kind of you're bringing back your head over your shoulder. So if you were to look at somebody from the side, what you're technically doing is bringing your ear over your shoulder. So what that does is it actually engages the muscles in the back of the neck and deep down in the actual neck, and it's creating that isometric contraction or workout that kind of like holding that muscle in place. And, and what that does is it actually allows those muscles to get stronger, and you would naturally hold that position a little bit better, and that would obviously then in turn uh, put less tension and pressure on those discs at the levels of C5, C6. Once again, the most effective disc in the cervical spine when it comes to deterioration, degeneration, and also obviously um, you know surgery. So that is a, a one of the exercises that I would recommend doing for the neck. But some of you uh, have done the exercises, you stretched out, you've done literally like – uh, millions of repetitions, stretching, massage, you've gotten the injections, you've done a lot of different things, and you're still at square one with the amount of pain that you always had, uh, things are getting worse, you still have the numbness and tingling. Uh, if that is you, I highly encourage you that you do something different because the reality is this, if you don't do something different, how do you expect to get different results? Um you don't. You don't get different results. You get the same exact results you got last time. It's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome. So this is why if you're out there and you're listening and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, my good old tagline that I use all the time, uh, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you're ready to do something different, why not give it a try and, and see if something else can help you, like, you know, you know, chiropractic or acupuncture or massage. So uh, if, if you're kind of open to the idea of like, you know what? I got to try something. Uh, right now, it's either this or bus or surgery or drugs or whatever have you. This is really your wheelhouse because it is your decision, it is your health, and you have the freedom to choose. So uh, if that is you, I'll encourage you to join us on Monday, August 10th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. Our first dinner since uh, the the pandemic, and yes, we'll be socially distanced. Yes, you, there'll be uh, you know all the, the precautions that are necessary. But nonetheless, uh, at the end of the most important thing is this: you're going to be able to um, actually find out where true health and healing comes from, and how you can prevent yourself from ever becoming a victim 
or an actual statistic. Because if you start taking charge of your health right now, in the future, you're not going to be relying on the drugs, the surgeries, and the actual medical model as your savior. You can actually rely on your own body to be able to do what God designed it to do, which is heal from within naturally without any intervention. So if that is you and you're listening, once again, if you want to get signed up for that dinner, there's limited seating available because of obviously social distance, distancing. So if that is you and you want to reserve your seat, you can call 937-552-7364, press option two. My team is standing by. They can reserve a seat for you and a few other guests, but obviously it's limited seating. So if that is you and you're ready to grab the bull by the horns and become responsible for your health and and make an adult decision uh, about your health, I highly encourage you to do so. We're not going to have another dinner until a month later. So now is the time for you to act. If it's you... Take advantage of it. It's free food, basils. You come and listen. If it doesn't make sense to you, you walk away, and that's okay. But if it does make sense to you, you have the opportunity to take charge of your health naturally without drugs and surgery. So, folks, we talked about inflamed disc, herniated disc today. Talked about how that affects your body. And if you don't take care of it now, it will end up in a surgery later. So, The time is now to act and do something different for your health. So I want to thank you for joining me this weekend. You guys have a blessed weekend. Once again, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO, Dan's News and Talk.